You are listening to audio from the Decidedly Podcast. This episode is a highlight clip from this week's full episode. To listen in on the complete conversation, see the show notes for the link to the complete show. You can help us out by leaving us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate every bit of your support. I'm Morgan McKittrick, your producer, and this is Decidedly. I've helped a lot of my clients sell their business, receive a large lump sum of capital that they now manage. And oftentimes it's more than what they'll ever need to be able to retire. They're going to be fine. They're not going to run out of money. And I have these conversations with them because I see, hey, we have an opportunity for impact here. We have an opportunity to do something other than have you die with a lot of money left here, which is what's going to happen. Um, and people are really receptive to a slow, uh, the slow process that it takes them to expand their ideas of what they could do while they're alive, right? Maybe they had a, a, a vision of their lifestyle after they sold their business. And then we realize, hey, you have double the amount of money. And they go, oh, well, I guess I could buy that home or the car or the travel more or do these things. But when it comes to philanthropic impact, people are, like Sean said, very resistant in my experience. And, and I know the answer is if they could find the money, their, the, the meaning of their money, they would be more open um, psychologically to exploring that within their own life and not exclusively going down the planned mm-hmm. giving route. How do you help people find that meaning with their Well, that's really why I wrote the book, because in my advising practice, I kept observing exactly the phenomenon you just described, Sanger, that um, people with an intention to be philanthropic, like let's say a couple in their mid-50s, um, they've got $250 million. They know they're giving it away and they have done the math and they need to triple their rate of annual giving. They're already sitting on the boards of local nonprofits, other cultural institutions. They want to work on issues around economic growth and racial equality in the in a state where they grew up, not where they're living right now. And like actually gearing up to do that ends up it's like a kitchen renovation project that you don't get around to, you know? Um, and, and so yeah. the book is really uh, almost like a self-implementation guide to the kinds of things we do with clients. And one of the ideas is that there are these design fundamentals uh, for your giving. We call them the 10 W's for donors, starting with worldview, wealth stance, wealth stock. Like what, what kind of resources do you have? Not just money. You may have political capital, intellectual capital, other things to give away. Why, what, where, when, all of that. Um, And really an opportunity to, in conversation, I mean, there are worksheets and everything that go with this, but the way we use this in conversation is just walking through some of these fundamental questions to help people figure out how can my money really be meaningful? And are there issues that I really care about? Are there places that I really care about? Um, And how do I think about time? Do I want to influence you know, where these resources go during my own lifetime, or do I want to create a legacy in some way that my family carries on? These are questions that a lot of people just in the process of accumulating the wealth never took the time to consider. And they're bringing this entrepreneurial psychology into the arena of giving. Uh, But Singer, you're you're raising a point that for a lot of people, philanthropy just isn't even something they're really thinking about. Um, And, you know, those people never find their way to me and my practice and my partners at Building Impact Partners. (laughs) <laughs> but they, but you may be talking to uh, to to a number of them. Well, I want them to find their way there. You know, I I 
I agree with you that that um, philanthropy is good, and we have. I would I would say even further, we have a responsibility to be a good steward of the capital that we have to maximize the the impact of it. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean giving as much away as possible. It means giving it in purposeful ways and and using that capital to get get your voice heard and and be more involved on the 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 ground level of work that you believe is important whatever there's so many creative ways to use wealth to create an impact um but it is a challenge for a lot of people to think think of themselves doing that i i think one of the things when people look at charitable giving when we're talking about current giving that if they can get to a point of of peace and that they're going to be okay. I, I think that's the first thing that people want that sort of level of security at, at the beginning and then connecting their desire for significance because everybody I've talked to, there is, there's a deep ingrained desire for significance and they have this tool, which is their, their wealth, their ability to give of their time and energy and treasures However, they're doing it. So it may not just be wealth. It could be their, their time and energy and, and volunteering. People want to connect with a point of significance. Um, and, and I haven't, I've met only a few people that don't, but most everybody does. And so I, I think when we look at our wealth, we, we look at this as our stewardship. This was brought to us. It's our wealth is, is not ours. It's, it's God's. And it's our role to transfer that wealth to its greatest and highest purpose and looking at how we do that giving is, is key. But the the question is how do people, I I think one of the things that, that causes people hesitancy is that uncertainty that of, of how they want that impact to manifest itself, how they, maybe there's so many choices. I don't know where to give or I'm not sure it's going to go to the, its, its highest purpose. How do you start that conversation? I mean, what's the first question you ask? Get somebody to a point of understanding what they want that impact to be so that they can make a good informed decision. Yeah. So literally in chapter one of the book, which is called taking stock, it's about two questions, you know, and the first is how much impact do you feel like you're having with your giving so far? And the second is what's your level of satisfaction? How much fulfillment are you experiencing through your giving? And what that leads to is a framework where we have social impact. Like imagine a two by two, right? Where social impact is one axis and the other is the sense of fulfillment for the donor. And meaningful giving is where social impact and fulfillment for the donor come together. That's the sweet spot where we all want to be in our giving. But there are three other possibilities, right? There's selfish giving which is, hey, we're not producing impact out in the world, but I'm personally excited about it. And and that is almost like stuff that masquerades as philanthropy, but it's really like a purchase. Like, you know, I'm going to give $50 million to this private school. We're going to name the gym after my family and my kids are going to go there and get in. And right. And it's maybe there's some justifiable philanthropic aspect, but a lot of it is really about personal benefit. Then there's spiritless giving where I'm just driving so hard for impact that I've lost touch with relationships, with even my own values. And I'm, I'm just like, it's all about metrics and milestones. And, 
And then there's um, senseless giving, which is producing neither positive impact nor a sense of fulfillment. And there's an incredible amount of giving that falls into that category. Like you invited me to your dinner party. So now I guess um, I'm going to ask you to show up at my charity gala. And it's and what's going on is not producing much impact and it's not meaningful for the donor. Yeah, we're just trading a few hundred bucks. Right. Or uh, even these might be larger checks or thousands, it, but, but it's but not. It's, yeah, it's not. Meaningful. Right. And, and the causes that it's benefiting are not something that is socially impactful or personally meaningful. And there is an incredible amount of giving that happens, especially you know when people realize, hey, that person is ultra high net worth. They start getting asked. And so the other thing that happens to ultra high net worth donors is they, they get overwhelmed with incoming. And so they, they clam up. They stop talking to people about the possibility of giving because they don't want to say no. And then they don't learn about um, things they would really be excited about because they just shut it yeah. all down. Um, and so it, it is really important to consider both impact and your sense of fulfillment. And um, many donors get stuck. They never make it to meaningful giving. And they kind of give up on giving and, and they're sort of put it off to another day when meanwhile, the world is literally and metaphorically on fire. Thanks for making the great decision to listen into this week's episode highlight. If you want more of what you just heard, see the show notes for the full episode. As always, for the latest decision-making tips, find us on decidedlypodcast.com or on Instagram at decidedlypodcast. And be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter from the link in the show notes. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review as well. We read all of your comments, so if you learned some decision-making tips today, let us know. Until next time, this is Decidedly. Insights, advice, and comments provided by Sean Smith, Sanger Smith, and speakers identified as part of the Decidedly podcast should not be considered recommendations. Speakers not identified as members of Decidedly are expressing their opinion, and their statements should not be construed as reflecting the views of the Decidedly team. This podcast is produced solely for informational purposes, not personalized advice.